podcast, where we are all in the process of becoming more like Jesus every day. I'm your host, Julie Olette, a proud Texan, making my home just north of Austin with my wonderful husband of 13 years and our eight-year-old son. It's my prayer that you would be encouraged in your walk with the Lord today and challenged to dig down and go deeper. You can also find me on the web at abecomingjourney.wordpress.com. Let's dive in. Hello again, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me today for episode number three of a Becoming Journey podcast. And today I'd like to take a little departure from the previous episodes, and I'd like to do something called what I guess I will call favorite passages. And this is something that's been on my heart to do for some time, way before I started a podcast, wanted to start a podcast. I thought about maybe doing it in written form, and that may still come out at some point. But what this is going to be is just taking a favorite passage in the Word of God, something that has really spoken to me or ministered to me deeply, and just reading the text And maybe I'll insert some commentary here and there, maybe as I feel led to do so, or if something just strikes me. But I think there are so many resources out there where people are talking about principles from the Word of God and um, using the Word of God to apply it to life. And, And that is so valuable and so important. And I'm thankful that we have those many resources. But I think there are fewer resources out there just allowing the Word of God, just the words themselves to speak. I'm not sure how this will go, but we'll see. Uh, and, and so that's where I want to begin. I know that so many of us struggle to find the time or maybe I should say make the time to really be faithful in our Bible reading. And sometimes, you know, we're hurried and we just don't get out of it what we want to or what we should. And so maybe this is just one simple way to help us all just hide the word of God in our hearts. And so today, the first passage I want to start with is going to be Psalm 103. And I'll be reading it out of the English Standard Version. And like I said, I'm just going to read and maybe I'll point out something or make some commentary, but I really do want the Word of God just to speak for itself. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love 
and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. And I'll say just in verses one through five, I wonder as I read that, is this a command that David is telling his soul to bless the Lord and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Sometimes we do have to just pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and make ourselves do what we know is true and good and uplifting and obedient. And so I wonder, it almost sounds as I read it today, that David is telling his soul, telling his inner man, you are going to bless the Lord. All that is is within me. It also says, forget not all his benefits. So again, is this a command? Whether it's a command or it's just an exclamation, he's reminding us, Don't forget the benefits. And here they are. The benefits are he forgives all your iniquity. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. And that one especially speaks to me. Um, I think it was a previous podcast episode or blog post that I wrote where I was just talking about how the Lord is able to take our circumstances and mistakes that we've made and situations that we find ourselves in, and he is able to redeem those things. So he's able to exchange what might be a bad situation or even just a less than ideal situation. He's able to take that and change it into something beautiful, something godly, something God glorifying. So I am so grateful that he redeems my life from the pit. He goes on to say another benefit. He crowns you. He crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. He satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles yes all those things cause me to want to say bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. Praise God for that. 
For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us as a father shows compassion to his children so the lord shows compassion to those who fear him for he knows our frame he remembers that we are dust and i just want to take a moment and remind someone today he remembers we are dust and, and frail and prone to error and prone to mistakes and prone to falling. But I love how it says in verse 10, he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. No, just like when our children make mistakes, we don't all of a sudden start interacting with them and treating them as their worst mistakes. But no, as, as a father, as a mother, we have compassion on our children And I'm thankful for the reminder from King David today that he has compassion on those who fear him because he does remember we're dust, we're frail. And then picking up in 15, as for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. And his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant, And remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens. And the kingdom rules over all. And his kingdom rules over all. He ends up here with the last three verses. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of the Lord. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And he ends the way that he began. And that causes me to think that it is a command to bless the Lord. I'm telling my soul, I'm telling my inner thoughts, feelings, I'm telling myself, we, we are going to bless the Lord today, self, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how I feel today, no matter if I feel like a success or I feel like a failure, 
I am going to bless the Lord. And then I'm going to remember his benefits, all those things that he does for me. And then I'm going to also remember that his compassion is great towards me, like a father towards his child. And I'm going to remember that he redeems my life from the pit. So whatever situation I have put myself in, the Lord redeems my life from that pit. He can take it. It says when you remember when you remember and you and you recall and you obey his commands he's quick to redeem your mistakes to give you compassion and mercy and i'm so grateful for that today i'm so grateful that the lord that in the lord my mistakes are not final And that each day I I wake up again and I say to myself, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I know that reading this psalm has probably caused some of you who know and recall that old song that we used to sing years ago um, in church. And so I guess I'll just end with singing that song. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy Forget not all his benefits, for he has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great things. things. Bless his Holy if you find yourself in a pit today, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name.